I'm Joe Davis, and I'm the school captain here at Rossell. And today on this episode of Rosscast, I am joined with Mr. Richard McDowell, who is a former teacher here at Rossell and the current archivist. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you, Joe. Nice to be here. Yes, it's brilliant to have you here. So, tell us a bit about um, yourself, sir. How did you get into teaching? Uh, oh, interesting question, Joe. Um, when I graduated, yeah. uh, I went on a uh, research scholarship to Germany and I started to teach English uh, in, a, in a language school. Yes. And I found that I really enjoyed it, it was good fun. And then since then, I've really not wanted to do anything different. So I just what I've always wanted to do. Really? Yeah. And that you graduated from the University of Warwick? Yeah, in 1977. Well, I studied uh, German and French. Wow. Then, as I said, I went to Germany mm. uh, for a year on a research scholarship from the German government. And I lived in Germany for a number of years. Yeah. Came back, trained as a teacher in London, and then started to teach. That's brilliant. And now, tell us a bit about your experience as a Russell teacher. Ah, well, uh, I came in 2010, mm. uh, after half term. Yeah. I'd seen an ad, by that stage I was only, I retired from full-time teaching. Mm. I saw an ad in the local paper, and they were looking for someone to teach an A-level German class. So, oh, that would be a couple of days a week. <laughs> uh, and then, um, from there, Suddenly I found I had a year in our German class and I suddenly had a French <laughs> class. And the head at that point, Dr. Winkley, said to me a few weeks in, you won't be staying with us, won't you? So, yes, and since then I've been here. Um, I've taught uh, German here at A-Level for years. Yeah. And French. You, you, even, you even taught me Latin. I taught you Latin. I'll come to the Latin story in a moment. Um, <laughs> So when I came to Russell, I was just finishing a classics diploma with the OU. And we began to get a number of German children who were asking for Latin. Mm. And that was one of our USPs. Oh, we have two USPs here. One is we offer Latin mm. and now Greek. And also, this is one of the very few public schools that offers native speaker German teaching. Mm. So we were then able... Uh, I was then able to start to teach the German kids Latin, and then Miss Purvis was interested in introducing it then into the main school, which is when you yes when yes. you started in year nine yes, and we did it then as an alternative to D and T or art yes that, that's right uh, so that's how it was it was then offered, and then it worked very successfully and it still is now Mr Clark came yes. and then took over as it were as the. There's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of brilliant classicists. Um, I'm not one of them, but, we, but <laughs> we have had some extraordinary. I've taught some really quite extraordinary children here, mm. uh, Joe and various other people, um, and it's been a, an extra, it is an extraordinary place to work in many ways. Well, it's um, a, it's it has that really, sort of really nice atmosphere definitely. to it, which you probably have come across as well. Um, and I think I think I think Callum Baxter sums it up quite well. He said that um, it's about the kind of relationship you have with the teachers. It's about how they're always around to help you with things and always further you. He spoke about how he used to go to the boarding house in the evenings and work on his economics. You know. Yeah, it's, it's, there's it's always more. there always has been in that. There's always been people there if you want extra help. I mean, I remember we I've just had a student now who's just. Um, do you remember? 
Something called Holly Lawton. Rings a bell, the name. Right. She's just got her um, PhD a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. And she said this, that there's always somebody around if she needed help. Yes. Um, and that's that's almost quite... That's such a privilege to have. When I taught Holly, um, and some, I taught them off timetables, so it was half four to half five. Yeah. In year 10 and 11. And as they were getting towards the GCSE, towards the exam, you, you'd often come in on a Saturday and there'd be loads of members of staff yeah, in here yeah. with pupils. And you think, yeah, that's, you know, let's give them the best chance. Definitely. We can. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so t- you, you work in the archives now. Yeah. And what kind of things have we got in the archives? I know there's loads. There's loads, loads and loads of stuff. Um, what we've got, which I think is really interesting, and we hope to get these uh, digitalised, is we have a register uh, in two volumes of every boy who came to the school between 1844 and, 18, and 1967. That's such a valuable resource. So we've either got very basic details or in some cases we've got masses of details yeah. depending on how uh, much they've kept in touch with the school. And then from 1967 onwards um, it's on a card index system. Mm. Mr. Hodgson is in this card index <laughs> system. <laughs> one of our chemistry teachers. And um, now it's, we've got it on a database, as it were. So it's really interesting. Brilliant. You can go back and you can look who was here in 1845, 1846. Uh, and parallel to that, the other thing we've got are the old Rossalian magazines because they used to come out once the a Horizon month. Horizon That sort of thing, yeah. but going much, much, right. much further back. And that was published every month. Brilliant. Alongside that, we have, they're not complete, but there's a large number um, of so-called house books. Yeah. Uh, this was a diary kept in a huge ledger by the house parent of events, what happened in this sporting day, what did the yeah. boys do this week, yeah, yeah, yeah. what happened last week. And when we had a visit, I was able to uh, print out a class list from 1946 mm. of who this chap was in, who else was in the boarding house at that time. And they're all handwritten, absolutely yeah. extraordinary documents. And you, you, you've shown me those before, and I think the, the best part about them was um, the seeing the records from the house parents during times of war. And yes, and the war thing is very Yeah, instance. we were just talking about it as we yeah. came up the drive. So we've got masses of stuff which allows us to recreate, reconstruct the day-to-day life. Mm. Even up to quite recently, you mentioned the Horizon, the yes, current magazine. Yes. Now, uh, we've also got, what we got in there? Uh, lots of CCF materials, uh, yes. old school plans. And the funniest thing we've got of all is a bottle of Dubonnet. You know what this is? Yes, I've, I've, I've been told about this. Yes, but a lot we think it was bought uh, for the late Queen Elizabeth when she came in 1994. That was her favourite drink, wasn't it? Well, certainly her, uh, her mother's favourite drink. We know mm. that, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yes, this is where this bottle was, was suddenly found. So, we also got quite interesting examples of a uniform. So, there's all s- a surreal treasure trove. Of lots of photographs. Lots, lots and lots, lots of, of photographs. photographs. Unfortunately, we have a large number of them which aren't uh, annotated, which is unfortunate, but yes, that's the yes. way it goes. It's it's a it's a, a brilliant resource to have, isn't it? Yeah. And what, what do you think is your favourite following on from that? What do you think is your favourite 
and I, artifacts. I was wondering about this actually, and I think it probably is uh, probably the house the house books. I think are yes. the interesting thing, and the volume you've got there, yes, which is a special volume that was created. For the centenary at the school in 1944 was the centenary because it's still the war. So in 1947, there were centenary celebrations. Mm. There's a letter in there from King George. Mm. There's a full program of what happened in the weekend. Uh, Thomas Beecham came back. This is my favourite. Uh, I think it's a really it's interesting excellent. volume. I'd actually, and it that worked. wonderful photograph of the old swimming pool. Oh yes, the outdoor swimming pool. The outdoor pool. swimming pool. It's spectacular. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. That's on the seafront. On isn't the seafront. Yeah. Right on the seafront. My and my granddad remembers swimming in there. There's some brilliant things in here. So that we, I mean, you know, people like the Lord Bishop of Durham coming and giving sermons. Um, I think in the future it would be good if we did an in-depth I think a good podcast. read podcast on that. Because um, there's some interesting things to read out there, like sermons and things that are quite applicable to school life now. I think. I think so, and I want to put that one out when we do the exhibition for the OR Definitely. weekend. That certainly Definitely. goes out. We've got a number of copies, so it's, it's quite... Mm-hmm. So I think it is a really interesting snapshot Yes. of Russell just after the Second World War. Definitely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and the, the, it was quite a prosperous time after the Second yes. World War yeah. um, for the school. Yeah, and I it was in so. its, almost in its heyday. Yeah, and of course then there were sort of social factors once you introduced grammar schools. Yes. And state education became universal, as it were. Mm-hmm. The different pressures came into play at that particular point. But, um, but, but Russell, like it always does, survives. Well, it's, that's, yeah. yeah. Yes. And that, that's yeah. something that a lot of people mention in this, how despite pandemics and wars and, and, and events such as that, Russell still maintains. It's, it's brilliant in that regard, I think. I think that's right. Mm. I think that's absolutely right. So, so can you give us interesting facts about Russell? We, we, we've, we've spoken about, about a few that. there. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. It was the role that Russell played in the Great War. Yes. Uh, when you think about the fact that there was over sixteen hundred Oars fought in the second, in the First World War, it's a, it's a large, huge number. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of those, there was I think I'm just trying to remember here. Uh, there were nearly three hundred died, and I'm, I'm, there was a there was a, a few certainly Victoria Crosses. Yes. Awarded as well. There We've got a them in chapel, a memorial chapel. That's right, in the room. We can see that, and we have a very interesting book in the archive of remembrance. Yes. Where there, have you seen this? Where it's a, they're all those who fell mm. are all listed with details and whatever uh, it was yeah. put together a few years ago. It's a brilliant idea. Uh, it's a brilliant idea, and I think um, there's been that very strong. Mm. CCF connection with yes. the school anyway and that, since it's in, since its inception the CCF has been massive because mm. I, I believe it was initially formed to defend against Irish invasion during the potato famine Is that there's some truth to that yes along that line yeah, along we'll that have line, to delve yeah. into it deeper in another <laughs> time, but, but the CCF is another interesting one yeah. it's, 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 it's fascinating really because we have retired um, military personnel coming and, and teaching students um CCF and things like that. On the what day come in on a bunch of Spalding comes in, doesn't he? Yes, and I mean, I mean, you you look in this book. I can't find it now, but but there is, it's it's a real parade. Mm. It, it's it's really impressive to 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 watch and to see, um, because it, they they took it really seriously. They still do, but um, being so close to war, it it was yeah. it was such an important part of school life. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it. So that's that again. I think is probably worth a deep dive at some yes, point. Um, there's some really interesting material. Material mm. there. Some interesting letters and whatever. Mm. And the other thing I wanted to mention: we're all on fours here, so we've got. 1844, 1914, 18, mm. and 1994 yeah. was the Queen's, like yes. Queen's visit here. And we have in the archive a wonderful collection of photographs mm. of her visit that were put together by the funny, by the Blackpool Gazette. Wow. Um, and I had a phone call a while ago from a lady who said, uh, I've got this, would you like it for the archive? Yeah. <laughs> brought it in and I sort of showed her around a bit. Mm. So what had happened was uh, the Queen had come because it was the 150th anniversary of the school. Yes. And of Blackpool Tower and of the Grand Theatre. So it made sense to do them all in. So it's sort of all, all done in one, <laughs> in one visit, as it were. Um, but the curious thing was, a beautiful, beautiful sunny day, the photos are lovely. Um, the curious thing was, of course, school wasn't in session at that point because it was two weeks into the summer holidays. Oh, God, really? <laughs> yeah, it was in the start of July. Wow. So, so did they, a lot did of they local go... children, yeah. Right. Wow. Families and whatever. You wouldn't notice that unless somebody actually told no, you. No, no. Wow, I didn't uh, know that. That's a billion. It was towards the end of uh, the tenure of Richard Rhodes. Thank you very much, sir. Thank it's you It's been an absolute much. pleasure to talk to you. Really enjoyed that. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you.